Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. There are so many questions that people ask us. And this episode covers some of the egoic questions that our ego wants to know and asks us since we've launched the podcast. So we break this down for you guys. And if you have any more that you want to know, be sure to DM us, send us emails, uh, message us in any way. And we would love uh, to answer any questions that you have. This one really breaks apart how our ego wants to make sense of that, of which it doesn't know, but sometimes you just need to trust and allow and understand that we are energetic beings having a human experience, and there is so much more to us than meets the eye, and I talk about how I access things and all the things and the judgments and everything that comes our way, and how you rise above that to truly stand in your light and what you came here to be. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Episode 10. We're double digits now. No turning back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're on purpose now. We can't can't stop. (laughs) The train is full steam ahead. So I just went into a channel and the committee of guides just talked to Carly and said, that we needed to basically come on here and debunk. No, (laughs) (laughs) that's like ghost hunters. (laughs) Yeah, no, basically answer everybody's kind of frequently asked questions and kind of, you know, explain a lot of the things that we hear from people and the things that you are probably hearing in your world Mm. as you're trying to explain the journey that you're on. And we're here to kind of break that down for you. So, yeah. (laughs) So where do we start? Well, the first thing is it's like, it's so interesting because Carly and I both come from like a fashion world, right? So now that this is like a huge part of Carly's world and this is my world, people right away, the first judgment is when they see such a drastic shift, right? So Mm -hmm. they see... They see someone like me who was like all in fashion, like entrepreneur, had that whole life. And for us, uh, for the last few years of that light, I didn't, I didn't hide this. You know, mm-hmm. I talked about my crystals. I talked about my, um, my gifts, but not to the level I am now. Right. So it is interesting to me that the people who are seeing this, um, this being my purpose and my path now, that they would be shocked. Because it wasn't like I hit it, but everybody kind of just sees what they want to see through their lenses, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. So I have made no secret that I flipped my life completely upside down and moved into purpose. And what is purpose? Well, purpose is alignment. It is when you start to flow and things don't feel hard and you really just own what you're here to here to do, right? So I think that's, that's one of the first things that we always... Uh, we always get judged on or mm-hmm. questioned on being like, oh, well, you know, you were in fashion. Like, how the heck can you mentor on this? How the heck can you access energy? Because people are so stuck 
on the piece of paper and the literal sense. The, the certification. Yes. I was actually thinking about this earlier today, actually. And what's so interesting to me is, is any sort of certification, if we go back in a linear timeline, like where did that come from? Like who said that if you do these things, mm-hmm. you can get a piece of paper that says you know that you know what you're talking about? And then where did those people that determined that get their knowledge from? Like it always comes back. I know, it's wild. To the same thing where, you know, it, people just have the knowledge and they share it. Yeah. And then somebody, and I'm not denying that certification doesn't serve a purpose like it's an accreditation. For, yeah, for yeah. a doctor and, and, and stuff like that. But we're moving into we're moving into a time, you know, we're moving into the next decades of our lives, like especially the next like 10 years and past that where you're going to see a whole generation of souls that just know what they know and authenticness cannot be faked. Right. And that's so interesting that you just said that because certification was created to give validation to people's skills or who they are, what they do. But if you're authentic, it's so clear. You don't need that. You can't fake it. Uh-huh. It's kind of opposite. Like anybody, like honestly, if I really put my mind to it, I could go to school and I could become a doctor. I'm sorry, I could. Does not mean I would be a good doctor or I would be a professional even in my field, but I would have a piece of paper saying that I'm a doctor. Yes. Right? Well, I'm thinking back, what's coming to me right now is when I went to fashion school, prime example. I have always been gifted with putting outfits together. If you have been to our events, you've seen my house. I just, I I have an eye for putting things together. Style, yeah. You I have style. style. And I used to always say, like, you can't teach that. Yes, when I was very young in my 20s, I did have people who, you know, taught me how a photographer, how a picture looks when we're doing photography because I worked, you know, for high end lodges and the, and the owner would teach me like, this is how this should look. And it really, it got my eye better and better. So you can, you can learn and develop more, but it's a natural thing that can't be taught. Mm -hmm. So then I went to fashion school purely for the piece of paper. That's why I went. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, who are they going to hire? The girl with the fashion and, or, or sorry, the girl with public relations and marketing experience or the girl with public relations and marketing experience and the fashion piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So we are very programmed and conditioned in this world that if somebody has a piece of paper, then they must be knowledgeable in what they do. But nothing beats experience and experience, you guys, does not come from just this life. Mm-mm. So when you meet people, and I hope you feel that, especially when you say you meet me, you can be like, okay, she's an old soul. Like there's no rhyme or reason why I should have known what I knew in fashion, in marketing, in styling, in all that world. At such a young age. Yeah, at such a young age. And now what I know now. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a huge thing that people need to understand that Moving forward in our life now, you need to really feel with your body what resonates and what's authentic and don't judge based on the piece of paper. Yeah. Right? Well, even if you think about this, like I know I've gone to professionals and I'm using air quotes when I say that for certain things and you walk into their office or their place where they're facilitating and you're just like, no, like this just does not feel right. It just does not resonate with me. Like it, that, that authentic piece is not there. And that's how you have to judge 
everything in your life. Yes, because there's so many amazing souls that are waking up now and in the next decades that are going to change the world Mm -hmm. because they just know. And especially the younger generation, like there's going to be kids that, you know, are going to be, it's going to be mind blowing what they're going to know, how they're going to help. Like they're star seated here to do that work Mm -hmm. because they came here with purpose and our society wants to put people in a box and they want to be like, that can't be real because if it's not physical, if you don't have physical proof of something, then it must not be true. And we are very strict in what our work does. Like I'm not a dog and pony show. We filter that out right away. Fortunately enough, we're not getting anybody who uses our work as a dog and pony show. They're coming with pure intent because they've already been on a journey. They feel it. They resonate with it. And they're like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. But I have heard a lot of chatter outside of us and at times where people will judge and be like, oh, like, I don't know why, you know, people go to her events or why people go there. And here's what I always say. You're judging what you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, hundred percent. like my, my, my mom, I love her and she's so supportive, but she thinks I'm a motivational speaker and I will tell her, oh, I had an amazing session with someone today. And like, you know, we accessed her, you know, her, her sister say, and it really provided a lot of healing or I had amazing session today and, you know, I accessed their inner child and we went through that and she doesn't know how to communicate with that because it makes her feel uncomfortable. And the reason why it makes her feel uncomfortable is because she does not understand Mm -hmm. because also she hasn't been in my presence in, in a few years to even understand or feel the energy because when you feel it, you can't deny it. Right. Right. Well, yeah. And like, let's talk about the elephant in the room here too. Like in the past, like what we do, there have been a lot of people that say they can do it and they're inauthentic. Like they're not providing you with yes, or it's quality been, work. Yes. Or it's been just a programming and a mindset for so long that it was like woohoo or yes. it was fake or they were vague or they were scamming or all the things because Let's be honest, people like us couldn't speak in previous decades. Mm -hmm. So this all existed, but people were so dim. They were so small and they did it like just literally within themselves and they struggled. I can't even tell you the amount of people that I'm now mentoring and seeing in their 50s and 60s that are breaking down and crying because they have felt so alone Mm -hmm. because they have had the spiritual journey. They've had this access. They've had these things their whole entire life, but everybody labeled them and put them in a box. Well, you're crazy. You're this, you're that. When if they could have just been in their light, they could have helped so many other people. And here's the thing, like when you're in your light and you have these gifts and we all do, we're all psychic. We can all access, we can all do all that. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're just going to be what say I do. My whole purpose is to help you get onto Blueprint to do all this. And Carly's my right hand arm in all of this. But Carly also has her other talents, right? So Carly's accessing, say, her gifts and unearthing who she is. And she's learning that she can see density on bodies and all that stuff too. But Carly's still doing content creation. Mm -hmm. Carly down the road is going to manage our magazine. 
She's mm-hmm. going to move into purpose while still using her gifts. Mm-hmm. And that's where society puts us in such a box because they think like, oh, you can talk to dead people. So that must be only what you do. Right. But and maybe you, you, you live in a shack and you wear a witch hat. Yeah, like it's, like not it's like ridiculous. That. Yeah. Like we have met so many people at Nights with Coco that have so many gifts that they can then use in their industry. Right. So let's talk about that. So, yes. uh, so another question we often get is, oh my gosh, like I start down this journey. Does this mean like this is who I become? No. Exactly. Thousand percent not. What you have to understand is, yes, everyone's psychic. Everyone has these gifts. Everybody can connect. Everybody can get these downloads and all these things. But it just means that you'll use it in alignment with who you came here to be. So using me as an example, I could have used these gifts and I did when I was in fashion. Mm -hmm. So I could have chosen if that was my blueprint to stay in fashion for the rest of my life and just be super in alignment and super inspiring and super great by using the access that I had to create fashion and empower women. Mm -hmm. So maybe someday I will go back to fashion and, you know, have a small area of my life that I do fashion with because I have that access to design, to know, to be a visionary. That's what people need to understand is that when you are clearing yourself out and you're becoming more in tune and you're letting your light shine through, you're using your gifts which another mentor that I listened to says it's your medicine. Right. So your human experience, your lessons and all that, plus your past lives, plus your gifts equals your medicine. Yeah. It's really interesting because for me in my, let's say content creation side of what I do, I find it very easy to create content. And often at photo shoots, I will get all the photos I need within 10 minutes. Like my photo shoots are not long, but it's because I already see the final edits in my mind before I even show up to the photo shoot. Exactly. So then I already know where to place the product or place myself or place a model, what they're wearing, how they're posing, because I already see at least five final images before I even show up to the photo shoot. Yes. So now I go into it and I'm like, this is what I need. Boom. Do we got it? Great. And we move on. And that's Carly moving into her purpose and her alignment because she's worked on her third eye, getting that clear. She's worked on her self-worth wound so that she's not second guessing herself. She's worked on her, um, her inner child. So her inner child is not pulling at her leg, telling her like, this is what you shouldn't do. This isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. Because Carly previously, before she started this journey and started doing the work, all those things ruled her and she never could put content. She wouldn't be a, she, she wouldn't, she wasn't what she is right now. She, she worked a, a job that did not bring her joy because that's what you're supposed to do. And that's what happens. Like 99% of the, world I swear it's not that much anymore (laughs) but like let's say 90 is off blueprint yeah because it's all the stories and all the excuses well and that's why the greats in every industry are the greats because they're the ones that are on blueprint and it's so apparent because everyone else is not yes so that's that is something that we hear all the time because people are so scared the other thing that we hear and we see a lot of is everybody is scared like It's the F word, fear. (laughs) Yeah. Like everybody will say like, I want to come Coco. I want to have a session. I want to do this. I want to do the work. And then they literally, they will get right to the, right to the edge and they'll look over and be like, oh no, 
no, no, no. Why, why would I want to do this? Yes. Because the ego starts getting in the way. The ego starts making excuses and stories and all these things. And also everybody's so scared. We're scared of ourselves. Like we're so scared of our stories and our programming that as soon as you get to the, to the ledge and you're actually going to level up or better yourself, you stop. Mm -hmm. Or you tell somebody, hey, I'm spending $100 to go and do this for myself. Yeah. And somebody will convince you otherwise. So then I guess the question here is, how do you describe the work that's being done when you're the person doing it to those people? Well, honestly, like, why, one, why do you have to go into full detail and justify your choices for your soul? Yeah. Because as humans, we want to justify everything. You don't need to justify it all. Mm -hmm. If you want to go out this weekend and spend $300 on clothes and then go out and have drinks and food, which so much of the population don't even question. That's normal. That's normal. Nobody questions you. Oh, okay. You want shopping? What'd you get? Oh, you want to meet for pizza and drinks? That's a $200 bill. You know, nobody questions that. Mm -hmm. But the second you're going to go and level up and change your life and move away from the pack of sheep, people question. Mm -hmm. Why would you pay for that? That's weird. Weird according to who? Mm -hmm. Like who made this weird? Think about that. It's so, everybody's so scared and so fearful and so doubtful. It's like, we need proof. We need proof. We need proof. Like the biggest proof is the fact that the world is awakening and people are changing. And if you've been to... If you've seen any of like the greats in the world who are living in alignment, they're doing this work. Yeah. Maybe different language, but they're doing this work. You always hear that. Like every big CEO, every celebrity, it's like they were like actors, for example, they will get a thousand no's and then finally they get a yes. Why? Why did they keep going back a thousand times? Because they knew they were in purpose. Yes. And then they get the big Oscar role. Yes. Because when you're in purpose and you're on that, you're going to hear your higher self. You're going to feel that in your body. Just There's going to be no rhyme or, or reason why you're doing what you're doing. And everybody will try and stop you. Everyone else will feel uncomfortable, but you know. And then when you're standing up there with the Oscar, everybody wants to be you, wants to know how you did it. And then, yeah, what's the question? What have you been doing? Yeah. How did you do this? Yeah. And I get that this genre of work is next level for some people, but honestly, it's not woohoo. It's not anything. It's energy. It's literally science. Mm -hmm. Like it's if we really want to break it down, when we talk about energy and vibrations, we're literally talking about the atoms that are made up of absolutely every physical matter and the rate at which they vibrate and the frequency that they vibrate at. Yes. That's, that's scientifically what we're talking about. And that's what we are as humans. Yes. And people can't understand this and they want to put it in a box and it's just, it's wild. And that's why when we talk about, you know, you're going to manifest and attract things that are on your vibration because like magnets, we're going to just attract the things that our atoms are going to be attracted to one another and it will be pulled towards you. Yeah. And so uh, that's another thing that people always bring up too. To me, they will experience me at nights with Coco and then they might have a one-on-one session or whatever the case may be. And they'll be like, how do you access? Mm -hmm. Like, how can you access a name from across the seas and know that it's them? And because I access what we call the energy signature Mm -hmm. of, of a soul. So every soul has an energy signature and I 
can access it just by the feeling that I get in my body. And also I have the committee that kind of is like, yeah, we got it. We got it. And lots of times there will be um, a quick validation. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, especially um, when I'm in front of you a lot, they'll say like, I don't even know, like what's an example that they do? Like sometimes if I'm like getting energy, like just now, um, when we went into the channel, the dog came up on the couch and then they, uh, they're like dog. Yeah. So they needed that quick validation that to ground them, to ground them, that that energy was here and that they were there. Lots of times, you know, if I'm doing something using Carly as an example, and I go in and she says, I want to talk to, you know, Bob Joe. And Mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay. So then I'll go in, I'll grab the energy signature and then they'll say, um, grandpa. And she'll be like, yeah, validate it. And then I know that I got the right energy. I don't need that, but very often face to face, they will do that. Yeah. And so I, I actually get asked at nights with Coco, um, how Coco knows that she's picking up on the right Jane Doe yes. for the letter, because really if you've ever come to an event, you know that like you, Coco doesn't speak to you. She has no connection. I'm the one booking. I'm the one taking care of tickets. So all I ask forever is the first name and last name of, of those attending. And that's what's then passed on to Coco to channel the letters. And so I was actually asked this at a previous event on like, how did they know that, you know, I'm the Jane Doe with that name? So there's going to be more than one in the world. Yeah. And so through that, and I, I, this is my answer. So please correct me if I'm wrong, Coco, yeah. but I said, because you are the Jane Doe that has been connected to me through this conversation. Exactly. So she is able to go through and be like, I need to connect to Jane Doe who has recently spoken to Carly. Yes. So that's a, that's a really good example. So if um, somebody's here and they're like, Hey, can you connect to Oprah? I've never tried, but I can guarantee I probably can. Um, but I, I, I can't really explain how I can connect to all of that energy without the connection, but I know I can. Yeah. But yes, that is another example of how I do is because there's been an energy connection. Yeah. And for that, it would probably be like the Oprah, like the famous Oprah that I have seen. Yeah. Because there's so much energy directed towards her to begin with. But usually if I'm connecting to anybody's energy, it's because there has been a pipeline to get that name. Right. So that's how I know. There's a reason that that person that's asking that is now in front of you. And it would already have been. So there's already been an energy that flow. Does that make sense? Like, how do you, how do you explain that? So like right now, if Carly said to me uh, a name of somebody and that name could have been a friend that she had in kindergarten. I can access it because there's already an energetic connection and a tie yeah. and experience. Yeah. So when I access the energy signature, I know I have the right one. There's like absolutely no question at all. When I do anyone's letters, when I do any channels, when I do anything, I never question. I know. I, I know. Yeah. Because so, those those two energies together in that specific situation could only happen with those specific energies. Yes. There'd be no other Jane Doe in and that And if we really want to get quantum and like next level for all of you guys, everything in life has already happened. It's already taken place. And is happening. And is happening. <laughs> so I know that I've already done that reading for that person. I know. Take a breath. <laughs> That's next level. That's hard to process. But everything's already taken place because um, time doesn't exist and it's all existing at the same time. So anybody who's been to Nights with Coco, that's already taken place. I know that's next level, but for the one person that it might resonate with, <laughs> understand that that's also, I just, I just know. And, it, and let me tell you, you guys, 
this is a lot of intense work on my part to really own and zero in on my gifts. And when I first awakened, yeah, it was like zero to 1000 and I could access all the stuff and I do this, but it's been trial and error and really getting, working on my wounds, really dissipating my self-worth wounds, really having a clear vessel so that I could make sure that I am, see, like the information that's coming through is very clear. And that you trust yourself. Like we and, talked about yeah, in the trust last myself episode. Because let's be honest, like years ago, people would, would pick at me and they would want to hear certain things and they'd want to do stuff. And I actually felt only comfortable with people I knew, which a lot of my mentors back then would say to me, that's so odd because most people want to do strangers versus people they know. But I felt really comfortable working when I was really owning in on who I was and my gifts on working only with people that I knew and strangers were terrifying to me. Um, but I felt really comfortable working on people that I knew and really owning in on my gifts. And honestly, it's just something that's felt like we had a friend over um, on the weekend and he was like really interesting with his like egoic stories and the way he perceived um, what we do. And it's his, he's brand new to this world. Like a lot of people are, but he's like, when I came to nights with Coco, he's like, yeah, like you know, your ego can sit here and make up all the stories mm -hmm. and say like, this is fake and this is this. He's like, but then when I read my letter, he's like, you feel it, mm -hmm. you know? And then he's like, it's not only that, you see the impact that everybody else has. Right. And that's how, you know, and that's what the, the disconnect has been in, in society and in the world for, for eons. We have stopped listening to our bodies. We've listened to our minds and we've listened to what everyone else says. It's like sheep following sheep. Like how many times has somebody told you to go here and you've listened, but your body told you no. Mm -hmm. Our bodies can't lie to us, but we've never listened to them. And this is a new way of living. When you listen to your bodies and you feel it and you feel energy, you can't deny it. You just can't. But your mind will always try and make up the stories and the and the reasons for for why, mm -hmm. right? And so in my world, honestly, I can I can explain as much as I can from the information that I get to try and put it down to human egoic sense, but then just the largest portion of it is like there's nothing I can say. Mm -hmm. There's no expl explanation. You just have to feel it. You just have to feel it and you just have to trust it and you just have to know. And we were just talking before we got on the podcast and it's like, it's so funny because we live in such an egoic world that it's like if, if we manifested something out that was very um, egoic, everybody would believe. Yeah. Well, right. the, again, it also comes back to like that credit, that accreditation. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're this person, so I'm just or, gonna jump on another bandwagon that they're doing. Or if tomorrow Oprah's podcast called us to go on there, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it gives us credibility because yeah. if Oprah thinks it's good, then it must be legit. Mm -hmm. So that's the world that we live in and it doesn't even phase us. But just notice that when you're judging, when you're thinking about things, that if a certain person that you looked up to or if mainstream media picked up on something or if they all of a sudden became like famous and they had a book and all these things, would you be more in tune to it? More accepting of it, yeah. right? Because I, I am going to have a book out. And I am going to do all these um, things. And so it, it interests me because it's like, imagine how different the perspective is going to be when I have a book or when 
we start going into bigger centers and bigger places because the ego then has a tangible thing. Well, if they wrote a book, then they must be legit. Right. 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 So think about that as you're listening to us say that when you're making judgments, not just on our work, but anybody in life, are you gravitating more towards things because there's a tangible egoic thing that makes it seem like it's validated? Yes. So let's talk about that because in a traditional sense, when we talk about ego, what would probably come to mind is, you know, that person is egotistical, meaning they're very much into their physical form, very much thinking about themselves. It's all about me, 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 how I look, but that's not what we mean when we talk about ego. Yeah. So what is ego? Ego is that voice in your head that is keeping you the same, keeping you small. It is the voice that's telling you all the narrative of your life that you don't need. Right. Right. So ego will be what tells what fights against your body. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you feel that you should come and start, you know, looking at your wounds and doing all this, the voice in your head is going to be like, no, I don't have any problems in my life right now. Or I feel really great. Or, you know, I can do this on my own. That's a big thing too, is people people's egos think that they know what's best. Mm -hmm. So I don't judge, I don't care, but people's egos control. It's the dismantling of the ego to keep you small because ego does not want you to be your highest self. And ego is a thing that feeds your wounds. So whatever your wound is, your ego will direct your behavior to act in that way to basically just let that wound spew. Because Yeah, so my my wound is self-worth. And I have done a really good job of like really sewing it up and being in control of it. But I will notice when I'm tired or when I've let too much energy into my field, my ego goes on repeat and my ego will be like, you're not good enough. You shouldn't be doing this. You know, nobody resonates, you know, all the, all the bullshit. Right. And ego will, will dampen you and ego will control you. So ego is honestly what is probably the biggest thing in your way of doing this type of work and your ego is also the thing that is asking these questions that we're talking about yes (laughs) oh my gosh that is so good yeah ego is the one that's asking all these questions yes it's not your soul because your soul knows all this and your soul wants to participate because this is actually the reason why you're here yes but your ego is the one that's trying to that is so good carly that that's (gasps) so much that's a hundred percent like yeah. what this whole episode is about, honestly, yeah. is your ego is the one that asks us these questions. Your ego is the one that talks about this amongst your friend. Your ego is the one that's like shares our posts and like puts really question mark, you yeah. know? Yeah. The the ego is the one that is is that gets uncomfortable yeah, when gets someone super... asks me, So what's your podcast about? And I say, Oh, energy healing, energy work and getting you a blueprint. And they're like, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's just your ego talking. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's a big thing. And I don't, I have no judgments. Like whatever people's egos want to discuss is fine. I don't care. I have nothing to prove. I am the proof. Carly has nothing to prove. We don't. We're here to serve. We're here to help raise the consciousness and the vibration. And honestly, so are all of you. And this is why you're listening to this episode because you're struggling within your life a lot because you want to do the work. You want to change your life. You want to not be controlled by your wounds. Like, I mean, that's what everybody wants. Well, you want freedom and how you're truly free is by listening to your soul. Yes. And doing the work and healing and changing and evolving and 
it's scary because who are you without your stories and without your pain? So it's new territory. So all of this is just new territory and everybody wants to judge. They do. Everybody wants to judge. And But do you know why they're judging? Because they only want to then jump if it's for real. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants this. Everyone yes. wants to be free. Everyone wants to live in alignment and do what they want. But then their ego tells them, but I wouldn't do that unless you're really, really sure. Yes, I know. It's that's yeah. that's so good. Yeah. Because that goes back to what we just said a couple minutes ago, is it's like if there's that ego tangible thing that can prove that this is what to do, then you'll do it. And there is other people out in the world that write a book and then they have events and they have all these things and you go and you feel so good. So it's like, oh, I'm going to go to so-and-so or I'm going to go to this book because they're big on Instagram or they're yeah. this. So you feel like you're, you know, doing the right thing, but you're honestly stop and think, you know, why are you following that, that certain person or their work? You want a piece of the pie. Yeah, because you have FOMO. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Like, is your body being like, this person is going to benefit me? Like, and we come from this world. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to have that sweater because everyone else has it and I don't want to have FOMO. But do I really want it? Like, if everyone else didn't have it, would I want it? Probably not. Yeah. Right? So, so interesting. You, so you have to really follow your body and trust because your soul knows the way. Mm-hmm. Your soul knows the people and the things that resonate with you. And that can't be explained. Mm-hmm. Your higher self can't be explained. But the people who have done amazing things in this life, me including, I could never explain why I felt so strongly about what I did for the last decade. I could never explain why I knew what I knew. I never could explain why I would say that, you know, I'm going to do this and do that. And everybody, oh God, so many people were against me. Mm -hmm. So many people would question. So many people would judge until it tangibly became something of a success that they could validate it then. Being like, okay, yeah, that's right then. And then... How can I join you? How yes. can I get on board with this? Exactly. How can I, be, How part can I be part of the limo when it's cruising down the highway? Yeah. Right? So that's no different. Just because we are, you know, talking about things that honestly, you guys, there's so many people out there that are living and talking about this. And if you got outside of your own bubble, this is moving so mainstream it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The train is full speed ahead. And I mean, listen to this podcast 10 years from now and you'll be like, wow, this is so mainstream. Like this is the world. This is what's going on. Yeah. Right. So that's a lot of what we hear in our world is people are so comfortable. They want to stay comfortable and anything that pushes them off of their comfort zone is can't be real. Right. You know, it's unattainable. It's unattainable. That's what we've been told. Yeah. Because yeah. we're so wounded, right? Like you can. Well, misery loves company. I don't want you to be happy if I'm not. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> and people don't want people to level up. People don't want people to shift. People will judge, 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 unless it fits in their box. Yeah. You know? And it's like, 
if we were being like a psychic out on the road and doing readings in stadiums, people would have like no problem understanding that because one, they're seen as entertainment value. Yeah. Most of those people that go to that, it's entertainment value. We're not that. You're literally going there for the shock value, yeah. right? You're going there because you're like, how can this be real? And then you go home and you're like, ah, it's not. It was just fun to watch. Yeah. And you never think past it. Yeah. You know, but this is a thing because we are energy and I just happen to be the portal that can access that. And it's interesting because a lot of times too, when we do sessions, especially like readings, um, people aren't ready fully for the vibrational experience of what we're putting out there. Yeah. So people will come and they'll say, you know, tell me about, you know, this investment or tell me if I should be with this guy or do that guy. And then Carly will say, yeah, like you'll get a reading for that, but it's going to be a conversation and it's going to be a lot more than a question period. It's not, you're not going to get the straight answer. Like, it's not like this where we're, you are asking questions and we answer the question directly. When you do a reading like that, Coco will ask your guides that, but it basically just sets the tone for the knowledge and the, in the sphere that they're going to provide it to you. So it's, it's like, yeah, so powerful. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you want to know if this guy's right for you. Yeah. You want to know whatever, but then what you're going to get is they're probably going to tell you like on the grand scheme of things, how's your life going? Is this person providing value? They will never say he's yes, the person or no, the, not the person, but we'll just provide to you the information to make that decision yourself. Well, and lots of times too, they have been like super direct and they've been like, you're, you're at the wrong concert. Yeah. Like you don't, yeah. you don't love where you are. But that's so often use, when those people so are use, at, like, yeah, and they'll, all, and they'll also use a metaphor to explain to you what you need to know mm -hmm. instead of like really like yes or no, because it's a vibrational experience because your energy, your committee of guides are going to tell you exactly what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And it and will never and answer an egoic question. No, exactly. So egoic questions are going to get your guides are hardcore. Yeah. They'll give you a deep answer. They'll give you, yeah. They'll give you a deep answer. <laughs> and if it's your ego asking, it's typically not something that's in alignment with who you are anyway. Mm -hmm. If you have to ask, should I be with him? Well, I can tell you probably not. <laughs> yeah. But that like no judgment, but that's, no, but, and, but, that's but the then norm, that's right? also the thing too, is when people don't get what they want to hear, they debunk. Yeah, they try and poke holes into yeah. why that's not true. Yeah, and like they'll say, oh, X, Y, and Z or whatever. But the people who are really in tune with their bodies and who really um, are surrendering, like falling back into the information and feeling in their bodies, it's life-changing. Mm -hmm. It's super life-changing. Like the feedback that we've gotten from so many readings and so many things is you know, this is amazing because it's exactly what they needed to hear. So another thing that comes up quite a bit is people are like, okay, I get this detailed information. And like, I mean, some of it is just astronomical. And it's overwhelming. It is. It's overwhelming. And it's amazing. And like, especially like the density that's in your body and like really being able to pick it down to the root or you do a reading about your whole entire life. And here's the thing, 
This information is no different than the memes on social media that people share. Mm -hmm. You can't just get the information and be like, oh, okay, I'll take, you know, 1% of it that sits well with my ego yeah. and run with it and the rest of it doesn't really. Mm -hmm. It's a vibrational experience. Like it wouldn't be coming for you if it wasn't for you. Or that you didn't need it. Yeah. Like it's not something that you know, oh, I'm only going to take 1% of what was told to me and the other stuff doesn't matter because it's all connected. It's coming to you for a reason. And if you ignore it and you choose not to break through that information, it's just going to manifest and repeat itself again. And we have seen this time and time again, especially with relationship work, people yeah. will come and they'll have a density session or they'll get a reading, you know, distance wise, and they'll take the 1%. Like, they'll be like, oh, it said that, you know, I, I don't know, use an example, I was supposed to, you know, move over here or something, right? So they take that 1% where they move over there, and they don't listen to like the 99 other percent. No, because now it's like, oh, I moved over there. I'm all I'm good. Yes, because your <laughs> ego grabbed the 1% that you want it to hear. Yeah. And that's hard. That's doing the work. Because that's a normal reaction, right? Yes, that's because, reacting. Because, and people don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. Like, especially if it's totally opposite of like what you want to hear. Like if it's telling you to, you know, um, that you have a purpose to, uh, you know, go and be a speaker in Florida and you're like, how the heck do I go and be a public speaker in Florida when I'm a nurse here? Yeah. Like that contrast is so wild to you. But if you've been buying speaker books and you've been, you know, watching TED Talks and all, like, there's a reason. Yeah. Right? It's, re you, it's resonating it's with resonating you. It's resonating with you, but you've already developed this attachment to the nurse versus all the store, all the things that you are. Like, I always say, what do you think about when you're not thinking? Like, when you're yeah. dreaming, if you're all of a sudden looking at that TED Talk, if you're all of a sudden doing this, and then your guides are telling you you should be a public speaker in Florida, and you're like, oh, no, I'm a nurse. It's I like, could never. It's like, what? Like, you're buying those books. You're looking at that TED Talk. Yeah. Like, they're telling you your blueprint, and you're doing everything against it. And then those people often ignore and they go into a totally other fantasy and dream of what they're going to do. And then honestly, they'll come back like a year or two years down the road and it will be the exact same thing still. Or they've gotten sick since then. Yes. You know what I mean? Because now it's manifesting out physically that, you know, it's, it's so interesting. So the, the information that you're getting is your energy signature. It's your higher self coming through. Mm. It's your committee of guides. Like I can't make this shit up if I try <laughs> like I don't that would actually be exhausting to have to I like do all that work to make it up I doesn't even know they if <laughs> no. you've had a session with me they rhyme yeah like <laughs> the the stuff rhymes a lot too right like well, it's, it's really very funny. slow and sometimes Coco will like she'll re-listen to a recording or whatnot and she doesn't even know what some of the words <laughs> mean that she's talking and oh using. my god I have googled so many words that they have used <laughs> I'm like this is so mortifying funny. or you're like I have no idea about this stuff I would I, I don't know I don't get oh, it oh it cracks me up sometimes because I'm like whoever is coming through for you like this is whatever energy is coming through is meant for you it's a vibrational experience and you have to take it and run with it it's the greatest gift that you could ever get for yourself to begin to do this work because if you're in true happiness and alignment nothing can touch nothing you. can touch you when you're not ruled by ego and you are 
living at the seat of your soul, nothing can touch you. And so many people will be like, oh, but I am happy. But are you? Under what mask and under what filter? Yeah. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Because everyone has their wounds that are controlling them. And until you recognize and heal those, you cannot say that you're truly happy. That's the mask that you're wearing. And what's happening with this energy is it's full steam ahead, people. It is full steam ahead and it's going to be pounding on you. But, you know, this this is science. This is real life. This is this is mainstream. This is how you change your life. And we have just forgot. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I was reading something earlier today before Carly came over and it said that say there's 7 billion of us on the planet right now. Half of us are volunteers, meaning that we came here as like light workers, as people mm-hmm. to come and do work, to help raise the consciousness, to help be in purpose, to help do all that. Okay. Only 10%, well, maybe 20 now, is aware that they are. Interesting. So what's the other half? They're just players in the in the story? Yeah. Yeah. That, they're, that their density experience is just this. This is the... They're experiencing they're that. experience that. Yeah. yeah. So they're just... That's what their souls want mm-hmm. for the... And, and I mean, you and I would have been on that yeah. half and various other things. Yeah. So yeah, I think this was an old article that I read. So I would think that it's probably a lot more now. Like I would say the half would be probably 40, 50% is what's coming to me because it's tipping so much now that people are waking up and realizing that there's more. Right. So yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's so many questions that people ask us. I mean, we could go on and on and on and you know, the, the process is not linear. It is multidimensional and you know you're going to have amazing days and then you're going to have really really hard days mm-hmm. and you're going to want to say that this is all bogus and this is hard and this can't make sense because when you live in that victim mindset too it's like why is this happening to me why does this happen like i thought if i was like holding this crystal i was supposed to get good right. vibrations but isn't that what we say at night to coco it's like if you don't believe in the intent and the energy that 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 crystal provides for you, it's not going to provide for you just with the manifestation work that we're doing. And we talk about every single day. If there's that ounce of denial that that can't happen to you, it's not right. Because that vibration is going to get blocked by that denial. Well, and I read or heard somewhere, it's like, as soon as you even think about your manifestation, it's already put in play. So the moment you have that doubt, you've already put that out in the universe. Yes. And it's already working against you. Yeah. If, if it's a negative thought of doubt, right? Yes. Or vice versa. I mean, if you think about something amazing and positive, and as soon as you think of it, you've already put that out there. Yes. So like, hold on to that. And like the work that I'm personally doing is I'm manifesting out the biggest thing ever. And I am noticing with like what rate right where I am in this exact moment today is I have to every time my ego is coming to me right now and being like, no, that isn't going to happen. You know, I have to be like, stop. Like literally yeah. I'm putting the brakes on. Put like, the stop sign Don't up. even talk to me. Yeah. Don't even talk to me because that pattern has not worked for me well mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. So I am doing things differently and I'm like, no, why can't it? Why can't this happen? Because the old wounds and the old fears will always try and keep you stuck. And the awakening journey, that's, that's how I think I want to kind of end this today is everybody's always like, okay, 
what is this like whole journey? Everybody wants like a playbook. They want to know what happens. Start and an end. Yes. So here's the start and the end for you. (laughs) Prior to what I would say is your awakening, you live in what I call density. You're not aware. You're kind of like a sheep. You just do what everybody's kind of told you to do. You just think that like, you know, you live and you die and you just do what the world tells you. You get the certifications. You do all the things And you think that life is just life and you say that's life a lot, you know, you know, we hear that a lot too. We do. That's life. (laughs) Then all of a sudden you have something in your life that rocks you. Uh, Carly and I have spoken about this previously was, you know, our breakups, people have sicknesses, they have deaths, they have struggle, they have all these things. The pain is what happens to cause you to rise. Mm -hmm. So when you have that pain, you're like, okay. There is something more. I can't do it or I can't take this anymore. Yes. So there has to be more. There has to be more. So when you have the pain, it is there to show you that there's something to release. That is always when people begin an awakening. Some people's are more intense. Some people's are just whatever, but that begins the awakening. So the awakening is purely just becoming conscious to your ego. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you become conscious to your ego, you realize that you have been making decisions based on your ego. You've been living an ego life. You've been ruled by the voice in your head. Okay. That's your awakening in the very stages, early stages of awakening. People are like kids in a candy shop. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe I've lived this way. I feel like I've wasted time. I got to get all the candy I can. Then they get all the candy they can. They eat the candy and they feel really good. And they think they don't need to do anything more. And now life is great because they're awakened. And they know. And they know. So you'll notice like everybody goes through this in their awakening. You get all the candy, you get the knowledge and you think that that's it. I'm awakening. I'm awoke. I don't have to do any more work. I was in that point too in the very early days. Then it begins and the layers start facing and showing you your wounds, your inner child, your mother, father wound, all that stuff. And you start peeling away those layers and everybody will go through a dark night of the soul. Whether that's a day, whether that's a month, or in my case, it was 18 months long where literally you were to the depths of your soul to facing your shadow self, the things you don't want to look at. You're peeling away the labels, all everything. And you come out, you know, that pearl that had that, you know, that oyster that had that mm-hmm. under pressure. Yeah. yeah. You get the dirt that becomes the pearl yeah. and you come out completely altered. Okay. So that all happens, that all takes place. And you find that like during that process um, of dark night of the soul, when you start coming out of that too, like your food's not the same, what you used to love is not the same. Like everything that you identified with has, has changed. Your frequency has changed, like everything. And that's the hardest thing about this journey is you start resonating with things that you didn't normally resonate with. So on that journey, you start finding our podcast, you start coming to our events, you start finding people that resonate with you because you want to change your life. And with that, you're still going to have the people that are, are asleep. Okay. The people that don't want you to change that want to put you in a box. Oh, you're joining a cult. Oh, you're woohoo. All the labels. Oh my God. It's so next level. The things that you hear, let them be asleep. The people that are asleep, you don't need to justify. You just need to change your vibration. You just need to, um, begin on your journey and either they'll wake up and you'll give them a glass of water or they'll stay asleep. It doesn't matter because this is your soul journey. 
Because once you're awakened, you can't go back. You just can't. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can, but I, I haven't met anybody yet who's gone back. I don't. No. I don't even know how you would. It'd be so hard. So then, once you need to get amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> so once you're going through the dark night of the soul and you go through all that, um, you then um, start really ascending into enlightenment and consciousness and you begin your ascension and you're always ascending from the time you're born. But right now we're in ascension in 2020 into 2022. There's like a whole ascension elevator. All this stuff is going on. You're having massive ascension symptoms and that is activating your light body and you just become more cleared out. You become more in tune and you become more in connection with what you came here to do and you become conscious. You now move your soul to the front and your ego to the back. Carly's on her ascension. I'm on my ascension. You know, when you're in your ascension, it's, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's hard, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like the journey if somebody wanted a playbook. Right. You know? And the ascension is forever. Yeah. Like. It is. Yeah. And it, it levels off a bit because you become so conscious that, you know, you, you just manage you manage because you're still human. You still have an ego. You're always going to have that, but you manage it and you're aware of it. Right. So like even people that I look up to, they go through no different than the rest of us. But when you're conscious of it, you have a different experience. It's not the wash machine that you would get in density and when you're asleep. And you just get to a point like where we are, like we, we have no problem answering these questions at all, but we don't, we don't care. Mm -hmm. We don't care if people question, question it. it. We don't care if you doubt it because we understand energy. We know where we're going. We know where we're at. And we just want to serve and help other people experience this. And, and, and it is hard when you have been asleep for so long and you wake up and you're just like, what the F? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, yeah, it's like, Everything, you well, you forgot, and now you remember. And the whole journey is coming back to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the blueprint, and that's what you set up to do. It's like my mentor said the other day, and I loved it so much. They were like, she was like, I visualize that we're all, you know, outside of time, and we're all at this grand ballroom. And I say, hey, Carly, let's go down to earth. Let's go do density. I let's done, go do density. We haven't done density in a while. And then you say, great, but tomorrow let's go for lunch. That is how fast this life is outside of time. Right. So by you saying to me, let's go to density. And then the next day having dinner, we've already experienced a whole human life. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's our soul is infinite and all this stuff is going on. And it's such a beautiful thing when you start to expand and really open up to all of this and really, really lean in and surrender to it. And, you know, let your ego question, but also melt more into it because your body's going to lead you to the right things. Don't let your ego get in the way.